believe in me And I promise I believe in you Then no matter where we go At least we'll have we two yeah, Believe in us And I promise I will keep that trust If we stick together we can weather all that comes I believe in us One small voice and one small sound All alone and all too proud I wasn't on my own Oh, but I believed it so Been just like Our scripture today comes from Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother, a sibling, is born through times of adversity. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for your 
presence and unity and your willingness to step outside of misconceptions to become an image of care and hope. Precious God, today is going to be a vulnerable moment, a moment of honesty, a journey that I hope that we all journey on together as we look for ways to truly be an inclusive presence in Jesus Christ. Be with us in this time of conversation. In your son's precious name I pray, amen. The song that I picked for us today was intentionally a fun song, a, a playful song, because uh, our conversation may not be as playful as I hope today. I, I used this song from Disney's The Mayhem, and uh, The Mayhem is uh, Dr. Tooth and the Electric Mayhem from the old Muppet Show. One, because I like what the song represents. I, I like that the lyrics represent this sense of, of unity and seeking of hope and the, uh, the, the sense of a desire of community. So I, I picked a more playful song today because this conversation will not be as playful as as I would desire, I this will be more of a journey, full conversation for me. I I picked this scripture of community, helping community, so that community can grow and individuals can find hope in things. But I want to read well, before I read this. I'll I'll share some experiences with you, and within these experiences. It presents conversations of how individuals outside of a faith life, outside of church life, ob observe the religious environment because of the power of the loudest voices. Now, the things that I'm about to share and express with you, for those of you that are maybe finding this video for the first time, for those of you that have not attended worship services at 1501 Kelly Street in Oceanside, California, I am blessed that we at North Coast United Methodist Church serve a reconciling church, a reconciling ministries. And as you can see that I am writing... Because I just thought of another statement that I wanted to share with you, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'll, I'll pull it out in front of me right now. What I, what I just pulled on the computer is our church's ministry statement. And our church's ministry statement is as follows. We are an inclusive community inspired by the gifts of grace created by the actions of Jesus Christ. We learn, serve, and lead together in order to show our church, our community, and our world how to love God passionately and to love people unconditionally. As a reconciling church, we welcome and affirm people of all sexual orientations and gender identities. We strive to live with the purpose of transforming the world with the knowledge all are of, of sacred worth and have a place at the table of God's agape love. And I'll 
leave this up because I'll, I'll readdress it again. That's, that's our church's statement. Our, churches, our church strives to show anyone who walks through our doors that there is a place at the table of God's grace waiting for them. No exclusions. No matter the journey, no matter the path, no matter what. We serve a church, we serve a God who's agape love. God's unconditional love is there willing and waiting to be present for anyone. So that's our church's identity. And hopefully that you've seen over the last month and a half, uh, over the last almost seven conversations that we've had, I've had a very intentional focus on our progressive stance on things very intentionally because I found this post. I, I, have, I, I have been in conversations that have shown to me what others see when that they aren't in the environment, but the, what others see when the loudest voices have the most control. So in my personal journey in going to places as a representative of this mission statement, I'm going to read the mission statement again and I'll go into the conversations that I experience. We are an inclusive community inspired by the gifts of grace created by the actions of Jesus Christ. We learn, serve, and lead together in order to show our church, our community, and our world how to love God passionately and love people unconditionally. As a reconciling church, we welcome and affirm people of all sexual orientation and gender identities. We strive to live with the purpose of transforming the world with the knowledge all are of sacred worth and have a place at the table of God's agape love. As a minister of North Coast United Methodist Church, I've had the blessing, the opportunity to go out and represent our church in different settings. I've been in our local school board meetings as individuals come in with concerns, and I've had the opportunity to be at those meetings, represent in name and title Pastor Drew Davis from North Coast United Methodist Church, 1501 Kelly Street in Oceanside, California, advocate for what this mission statement shares. I've been at events such as uh, Pride by the Beach, such as San Diego Pride, such as uh, the Transgender Day of Visibility. And when I'm at these events, there's something that happens. And as I share this, I share it with a blessing, but I also share it with a concern because I represent what I feel should be the norm, but the responses that I get proves that it's not. When an individual walks over to me and says, thank you for speaking up for us. We didn't think the church cared. Thank you for being present here. I'm surprised to see so many churches here advocating for us. Thank you for being here. We didn't think the church loved us. 
I get those responses when I go to these things. And that's not my understanding of who God is. I also do a lot of research and a lot of care. If I'm going to be a caregiver to the community, I need to hear what the community is saying. And I, I ran across this statement the other day, and it punched me in the gut. And I want to share share it with you at this time. This comes from a uh, uh, help help my faith. Um, I I want to I want to make sure that. It, this this comes from an Instagram page. It's called Help My Faith is Toxic. And this statement uh, really, really caught my attention the other day. Is it weird that in the evangelical gospel, hell is the inclusive, non-discriminate place while all, where all are welcome, and heaven is the place where the logistic condemning people go who are content to abandon the rest of humanity to eternal torment as long as they get in. I want to read this one more time, and I, I want you to take a moment to really process what this is saying. Because... This is how, because of the loudest voices, faith is observed. This is how, because of the loudest voices, faith is received. And this is why, because of the loudest voices, when I'm there in my collar, my clergy collar, at places like the school board meetings to advocate for the care and educational process, the therapeutic care, the, the educational care for our LGBTQIA plus siblings. When I'm at Pride by the Beach, when I'm at San Diego Pride, when I'm at Transgender Day of Visibility, this is why the loud, this is why what the loudest voices create when they come over to me and say, "Thank you for supporting us." Is it weird in the evangelical gospel, hell is the inclusive, indiscriminate place where all are welcome, and heaven is the place where the logistic condemning people go who are content to abandon the rest of humanity to eternal torment as long as they get in. That's what people deal with. People deal with that coming from the loudest voice. That's what's observed. I have been a part of too many conversations that people talk about that they know where that they will spend their eternity. As we're talking about who should or should not be loved by God. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating because this is a battle that we're having within ourselves. And the people that hurt the most are the people who are outside on the fringes of the conversation. It's the friends that I go and advocate for at the school board meeting. It's the friends that I go and advocate for at Pride by the Beach, at San Diego Pride, 
at Transgender Day of Visibility. These are the people that I am advocating for. And what they hear is the loudest voices. This statement that I just read from Help My Faith is Toxic is what they began to develop as an identity of what faith is. And far too little hear what the more quiet voices represent. And we're on this journey. And this is another reason why I picked the uh, Electric Mayhem song. We're in this journey to find people that believe in us and believe in each other and will support each other and truly show what agape is. That will truly show what unconditional love is. I, uh, the, the continue uh, a random quotes, I, I may as well quote Taylor Swift very quickly. This was a, a post that Taylor Swift had last week. I think true unconditional love is like, do you love someone so much that you would even love them if they didn't love you anymore? Like that is unconditional love. And I feel, I, I choose that when the, the wording is not of my generation. It sounded like I wrote it because I have bad grammar skills. But I like the sentiment of what T. Swift says, and, and the Swifties will agree with me. There are so many people out there that are looking to be loved, but I think that we have this desire, we display this desire, the loudest voices display a desire that we would prefer to not love people so that God will love us so that we can have our assurance for what will happen to us in eternity. And that's not what faith is about. The sacrifice of Jesus Christ was never about personal gain. It was about what we provide to the greater community and how that we help the greater community find its place. When this statement is shared in rebuttal, and I'm going to read these statements back to back. There is the statement that is created by the louder voice. And then there's a statement that North Coast United Methodist Church at 1501 Kelly Street in Oceanside, California, is trying to present to the greater world. I'm going to read this quote once again from Help, Help My Faith is Toxic. That's the Instagram page. Is it weird that in the evangelical gospel, hell is the inclusive, indiscriminate place where all are welcome, and heaven is the place where the logistic condemning people go who are content to abandon the rest of humanity to eternal torment as long as they get in. That's what's received from the loudest voice, but here's our voice. We are an inclusive community inspired by the gifts of grace created by the actions of Jesus Christ. We learn, serve, and lead together in order to show our church, our community, and our world how to love God passionately and love people unconditionally. 
As a reconciling church, we welcome and affirm people of all sexual orientations and gender identities. We strive to live with the purpose of transforming the world with the knowledge all are of sacred worth and have a place at the table of God's agape love. As we look at this, and as we look at what's represented by the loudest voice and what we look at what some truly passionate people that heard the words of Jesus Christ, if you didn't hear the words of Jesus Christ, look at the actions of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ in every conversation from asking the children to come forward towards sharing the scraps at the table, towards talking to the lady caught in the adultery, towards a conversation at the well, towards the parables of describing the son who was welcomed with open arms, who came back home, talking about the Samaritan who took care of the needs when those in power walked by without caring or sharing. The Christ that I watch live is a Christ that lived not for Christ's own gain, but for what would be provided through the entire world. Christ was an individual who did not use his identity with God as something of power and control, but something that gave back to others as we look at the book of Philippians in chapter 2, we look at a Christ who humbled himself so completely that he humbled himself in the image of man, even to the point of death, death on a cross, a criminal's death. Christ gave everything over that God so loved the world that he gave himself in our understanding of the triune God, that he gave himself over, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave up so that others could receive. And we lean so hard in one half of the Bible verse that we don't read the next one. For God sent his son, the triune God. God came to the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. There is no selfishness in the actions of Jesus Christ. There is no, this is what I get. This is where I'm going to go. And I need that assurance. And damn you if I don't get there. That's what the world sees and hears by the loudest voices. But Christ came to set the example. And Christ's actions and Christ's identity, Christ's living being, the triune God, God in flesh, living being, came to be the one that didn't come and collect treasures and trophies to store in the heavens so that that being could prosper one day. It came to set the example to free others from the torment of the present. 
It came to turn the tables over, to set people free. It came to have the conversations with the ones who were being judged. It came to the ones that let the softest voices come forward and be seen in the front of the temple. It was the one that displayed the story of the one who the entire culture felt was the less than, was the example of the most. And the one who opened the table so that anyone could find a place to sit at it in grace and love. That's the God that I serve. The one who came not for gain, but to share with others hope and assurance. I'm going to conclude this. And I'm going to conclude it with the statement that I feel that truly represents what our faith should be. I will read our church's mission statement one last time. And I want you to know that I believe in you. And if you are a person who feels that your voice has been shunned, I'm listening. If you are a person who feels because of who you love has excluded you from God's love, I am here to drown out the loudest voice and tell you that you are loved. And I am here to be an image of an individual that's willing to share. This isn't about me getting to heaven at all costs. This is about me making the table bigger so that anyone can sit at it and find their journey. Because I don't want to be lonely in heaven. I want my friends to be sitting near me. I want my friends to know that I serve a God that has opened the tables for one and all. And I display that through this statement. We are an inclusive community inspired by the gifts of grace, created by the actions of Jesus Christ. We learn, serve, and lead together in order to show our church, our community, and our world how to love God passionately and love people unconditionally. As a reconciling church, we welcome and affirm people of all sexual orientations and gender identities. We strive to live with the purpose of transforming the world with the knowledge all are of sacred worth and have a place at the table of God's agape love. I love you. God loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever should believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And may we see heaven as the inclusive place as we journey through our living hells to find the love that exists outside of us. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My name is Michael Drew Davis. If you want to have a conversation with me about this, my email is pastordrewdavis at gmail.com. I like talking, and I want you to be heard. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.